Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Ruben! Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour. Taylor's version. With four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Cicernino back with Amazing Race 33 Exit Interviews. We will talk with the winner, the runner-up, the second runner-up, and the fourth place finisher here today in one Exit Interview podcast. Uh, Exciting finale to the Amazing Race 33. Congratulations to... I'm giving you a second to turn off the podcast in case you don't know, but it's congratulations to Penn and Kim, the winners of the Amazing Race. We will talk to them in just a moment. Full recap of the Amazing Race 33 coming up later on here today on Thursday with Mike Bloom and Jessica Lease. Jessica Lease will be joining me for uh, three of the four interviews today. Just had a time commitment. Uh, could not join me to talk to Arun and Natalia, but I will be bringing you all of my interviews from the Amazing Race teams, of course, to make sure that you do not miss our Amazing Race recap. Make sure you subscribe to Rob's podcast. Rob has a website.com slash subscribe. Okay, let me go ahead and bring you my interview with the winners of the Amazing Race. It's Penn and Kim. All right, Penn and Kim, the winners of Amazing Race 33. You're here with uh, Rob's sister and Jessica Lee. Congratulations. Uh, how does it feel? Can we say that you ran one of the best races in the history of the show? Is that, is, is that, it certainly didn't feel like it the last couple legs, especially with that vision test. My boy had to do at the very end. Yeah. Where were those glasses? They didn't let you bring your glasses back out. We made such okay. a big deal about the those, glasses. Let me, Rob, I think you're a little younger than me. So I'm going to give okay. you a little less. Than oh, they're old. reading glasses. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Those are reading <laughs> glasses. It. That's the stuff that's close to you. So when it gets dark in restaurants and, and all the trendy print is this small, you're not going to be able to read it in a couple mm-hmm. years. And then you're going to go to the doctor and they're going to say, okay, we're going to help you with that with these glasses. And I'm going to say, okay, I can't quite see everything at the end of the eye chart. And they're like, going to say, Sucks to be you. you're going to have those crappy eyes for the rest of your life. Congratulations. That'll be $200. Got it. So that's like, that's what happens when you get older. And that was, I just couldn't see. It was a vision test. Yeah. Thank you for the sneak preview, Penn. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> it's, so I'm, I'm so excited to get to talk to you too, um, because I've just been, amazed at not just the way that you ran the race so well, but the fact that you came in as super fans and it's always gratifying to see the super fans win. And I was just blown away by the amount of preparation you did. So I've been listening, following your podcast all along. And I just want to know, was there anything that you couldn't prepare for that you didn't prepare for that you feel like you would have, if you got to do it again? I'm raising my hand. to talk. I'm, I was going to, I was going <laughs> to, do you know what we really sucked at? 
is finding things, not clues. And we, we were navigation. Like I can say it safely now, like we were really good at navigating, I mean, but like finding the clue that's not a clue that was a clue. I found that pretty quick. You found it. <laughs> yeah. But we like the needle in the haystack thing. Yeah. I don't know how you prepare for that, but, and then, the, and then the pinatas at the end, just like seeing, and the more obvious it was, the harder it was for us. So I think yeah. that I don't, yeah, I don't know yeah. how we, I don't know how we would have prepared, maybe had our kids go throw something in the backyard that we had to find, but like we sucked that. We just spent an hour trying to find something in the hotel room that was oh super obvious in front of our eyes. We just suck little, at finding things. Yeah. So if there was a way to <laughs> practice that, we should have done that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just call that like going through the mail of like, I knew that there was something here, uh, uh you yeah. know, a couple of weeks <laughs> ago, it was, we, I left it right here. Um, <laughs> So, uh, Penn and Kim, I would just love to know, I was so impressed with uh, just the uh, the strength of your relationship on The Amazing Race. Uh, you seem never to have one moment of bickering uh, with each other when one of you was having a low moment. The other one was always there to be very uh, supportive. Uh, how were you able to accomplish that on The Amazing Race? All right. So the first thing I want to say is I think the last three teams all exhibited a lot of great teamwork. I think that the, they were the last three teams because they got along the best with each other, uh, it, like on the balance for us. And this was not really an intentional preparation for the race. But when we were in COVID, we were finishing writing a book about how to fight with each other. Um, and it's active, uh, you know, marriage counseling that we had gone to and then kind of shared our stories. And we learned a lot about how to talk to each other. Like when things aren't going well, we learned how the human brain works, how like when you're under levels of stress, you forget how to talk to each other correctly. We learned how to deescalate and we learned most Well, I learned most importantly that it's not just what you say, it's how you say it. Mm-hmm. And so like, I I mean, I think that was the most important preparation that we had. We came back from that second leg, like in pretty good shape, but everyone else had just been working out nonstop for eight hours a day. Yeah. Mike became a professional bodybuilder. He was like three humans standing there. (laughs) I think that preparation allowed us to, to have each other's backs to communicate. We also talked in counseling about how to support the other person's uh, mental health deficits, which we both obviously have. Mm -hmm. This is incredible. Well, thank you. It was really great. Um, And especially I loved that the way that the two of you both opened the dialogue on mental health, like Penn knowing, like having seen all of your ADHD videos, um, having incorporated a lot of your life hacks in my own life. I was expecting that, but Kim, the vulnerability that you showed uh, working through your anxieties along the race, I was really, I was blown away by that. And especially I want to know if there's any moments that the show didn't cover, because I've heard you talk a lot about like the bungee jump and that day and the coin hunt. Was there another point that um, you certain that you had trouble with your anxiety and how did you get it back? In yeah. Um, so I don't want to talk too much about it because I don't want to get like triggered and get upset. But like, oh, oh I don't mean no, no, to trigger no, no, you. No, no, like, no, 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 no. I want to talk about like I want to share that like. So there was a moment in Lisbon, we'd flown into Lisbon and I was like, um, I'm going to get upset. I'm like, do you want me to talk about it? Yeah. Okay. So we, uh, part of the race is uh, you have to quarantine. It's th- this was the case like before COVID, right? You have to stay in a room and make sure that, uh, that you're not talking to the other teams. Also, if anything happens, like these photographers who are amazing need a break. Um, and so this place, it was a pretty small hotel room. 
Um, it was a dark hallway and, uh, I was, I was doing like burpees cause I had to do something to get moving. And Kim, Kim was like, um, she was noting that my breathing was, was, I just, I just had like this yeah. auditory thing. I, I was super that. stressed. Yeah. And then I was like, you know, I, I just, I had like this really terrible panic attack and I like, she got on oh, this. I got like, but it was, it was a, like a ground floor thing. I opened the window and I told I'm like, get the producers. I can't do this anymore. Yeah, I'm, I'm out. I'm like, and so I, we called the producer and I said, they handled it well. I said, Very I well. can't, I know we're one of four teams and I couldn't zoom out and say like, Oh, well, you're doing really well. Like I couldn't even see that we were doing well. I'm like, yeah. I want to go home. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. You, you couldn't even call a producer. And I, and so he got the producer, like we went outside we took a walk and I, and, but I couldn't imagine like the next day being able to run much less like navigate and think of things. So I had like an hour outside and just like, they took me to an alley where I can just like, I kind of sat in a corner and I took deep breaths and then I was like, okay, I'll do it. But I was fully prepared that day. I'm like, honey, I don't even know if I can run. So like the fact that like you see that shot of me running and I'm going kind of slow to the car. I'm like, okay, got in the car. And the next thing it's like, I found the place on the map. Well, I guess I just, my whole thing, I was like, let's just do the next thing. Let's just do the next. I'm like, okay, well, we found the place on the map. And there was like a roadblock. I'm like, let's just do this. I'll probably suck at it. And I did that's so you do see me. I'm like, I, I'm doing this wrong. I should have asked the guy and I, what I should have done. There was a guy standing over there. I should have run over to them and say, point to the right one for me. But I'm like, F it, just get in. I picked a pretty boat. And I was like, let's just do it. I just wanted to, I'm like, let's just get this done. And it ended up that we did really well, <laughs> but the entire day was like, I can't, I can't, I couldn't imagine. Like I couldn't even believe that I was like having this like out of body experience. Well, it, it happened. It happened several times when the cameras weren't rolling and it's because anxiety comes and finds you when you're not doing these things. It finds you like on the way there. It finds you on the way back. You know, the, the relief that as, and that's just something I had to learn as someone who like, I just feel, experience relief like a normal person. Woo, that's over. What's next? Um, if you have anxiety, a lot of times your partner expects you to be feeling relief and they're going through some additional trauma that came from what they experienced before. And it's so weird to talk about a game show as trauma because it's a game show. And, mm-hmm. um, it, and that, that feels so silly, especially with what's happening yeah. in the world right now to like, be, ha, that's what I was anxious but, about. But don't but. you think it was cool that CBS showed a lot of it? Like, and made sure I, I, applaud, I yeah. applaud them for keeping it as a, a conversation for yeah. sure. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, because they didn't have to, they could have just showed us like being goofy and having jazz hands, which I think is like what percent of our, yeah, what I think what people were expecting of yeah. us. So, yeah, well, I think most people have seen that side of you on YouTube. Right. So, I mean, we show yeah. it. We're, we're, we're 87% jazz hands. Cringe. For sure. <laughs> Would you two ever consider running the race uh, again or like, uh, we, you know, we filled our cup up. We, we got this. Uh, we won't ever have a better experience than this one. I would love to go back on the race as a producer. I, oh. I said the, <laughs> at the entire time. So what I would love to do is get the kids to college and then go work for the race. Yeah. So the entire time we'd be doing the challenges, like I'm rolling up the leaves. I'm like, you guys are doing great. Yeah. I, I'm like, I just, just like the production of it and they are the best in the business. Yeah. You'd but be good at it. I, I think, well, thank you, babe. I, I, I just loved that crew and I loved that team and I am fascinated. Um, Sometimes I get tripped up because I was thinking too much like a producer, but I was trying to think like what the producers were thinking and it tripped me up, but I would love to work for the race, run the race again. Heck no. (laughs) I would, I would love to do, and this is nothing against, because they do a great job at it. I'd love to do it as an editor. Yeah. Oh, 
Yeah. I mean, I think uh, I, I, you only have 40 minutes to, to do something and they do it very well, but I like, I love editing things. And I, I think there's no better, bigger challenge than coming back with 11 pieces of video, like in that first episode that's of the a, season. That's a hard one saying, to edit. How are you going to put this all together? And it's interesting. You guys have talked to Phil. He does the, he does the early cuts. Phil does a he lot does of like his early standup cuts. No, he does. He does cuts of some of the other stuff too. Okay, I disagree. We had a conversation. Okay. Anyway, I talked to him about it. And he said that he, he takes an active part in editing some of the, okay. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> Guess I'm wrong. Was, was there anything like, I mean, obviously the editors are unimpeachable, but was there any piece of it that you wish that we had seen? Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, Mallory's on this call and I think we've been told that, um, I'm going to say it and they can take it out if they want to. We were driving in Corsica and a guy on a motorcycle, uh, drove up next to me with his hands and ripped and like took his glove and knocked the uh, rear view mirror off and then hit me in the shoulder and the rear view mirror went flying away. Yes. I'm sorry. Side view mirror. And then he like raced away. Um, and this was, I was already anxious. Yeah, that's, that's horrifying. And, and, and that was an, I was, I was so on edge. I was like, so but, but they, but let yeah. me tell you though, the, the security, again, we're not allowed to talk about a lot of the security and stuff, but I felt very protected and very safe. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, I, I think, um, I think they did a, I think they did a great job. There's a, there are a lot of, of course, I mean, this is, you know, they have 40 something minutes, but uh, driving in Scotland, I think I wish they would have shown more of the driving in Scotland. It was, uh, they they didn't have enough time for that race because they had to talk about COVID at the end, Hmm. but there, that could have been a double episode. Scotland. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, I know you have uh, a ton of things to uh, get to and a ton of press today. Anything real quick. uh, You want to just let the listeners know. Uh, We feel really lucky and we, I, I think, um, we crossed the finish line. It was euphoric. It felt great. But then I instantly felt sad because oh, yeah. I always pull for the female teams and I don't feel like enough female teams win this race. And we, you know, I, we were, and we love Raquel and Kayla and Lulu and Lala. And I felt very protective of them. Not that they needed me at all, but, um, I just, I was sad that Raquel and Kayla didn't win as happy as I was to win. I was sad. They didn't win. Yeah. Uh, The last thing I would say is that my wife is a badass. She, um, she, she was the best partner I could possibly ask for. She's the reason we won the race. She took these crazy anally retentive visual notes, like, and we spread them all over the hotel floor with just like random pictures. Like that's Bonifacio, I think of all of these things. And then it, as a fishing pier. Okay, sorry, that's that's on Nikki. But sorry. she knows. She knows what it is. Yeah, no, but yeah. But we spread we spread them all over the floor, yeah. and um, and we studied them every every night. And it, she somehow knew that it was going to be a visual challenge, and it was. And um, it showed people that like you, if you study and you work hard, it's going to pay off. And granted, that I think that all of these notes that she took was also like a a way for her to cope with anxiety as well. But. I mean, that was her superpower. That's why we won because she was doing these things. So I'm. You're welcome. I am. You, you she is welcome. Yeah. That's my final thought. Okay. I, I know you got to run. Uh, thank you. So much. it was so much fun to get to watch you both on the race. Congratulations again, Jess. Well, thank you. That was fantastic. Thanks so much. Thank you. It's lovely. We loved your recaps and we watched your recaps before even getting on the show. So thank you so much for what you guys do. That blows me away. Yeah. By the way. No. It was part of our it was part of our prep. Yeah. No, but even before. Yeah. No, you guys are great. All right. Uh we will uh, be in touch. Thank you so much. Okay. All right. Okay. Thanks Thanks a lot. All right, take care.
All right, buddy, there you have it. Penn and Kim on the amazing race 33 victory lap here with us. Uh, that was actually a uh, very surprisingly revealing uh, interview uh, with Penn and Kim. A lot of times in the exit interview, you know, people uh, don't really have the time to, uh, you know, go into something uh, deep to talk about. I mean, we're talking about a lot of like uh, 15 minutes. We're trying to touch on a lot of different things. So I uh, really appreciate both uh, Penn and Kim going there with us on the amazing race interview. Congratulations again a uh, great job now just behind Penn and Kim we're another team that made a late surge in the amazing race let's talk to the team that finished second in the amazing race it's Raquel and Kayla here is myself and Jessica Lee talking with Raquel and Kayla all right uh Rob's sister and Jessica Lee here for Rob is a podcast here with Raquel and Kayla congratulations on second place uh and an incredible uh race you two really came on at the end yeah. yeah. Uh, no, you both, uh, you did uh, so well. Uh, you really, uh, like, I was starting to feel like, okay, this is, uh, here Here we go. And then uh, I know you had uh, trouble with that final puzzle. Uh, what was the one thing that was really the thing uh, that was uh, the biggest obstacle in that puzzle? Uh, for us, it was the candy and the coin. Um, you know, obviously watching back, you know, they pinpoint certain things, but for us, like truly in that moment and even watching it back, um, you know, we had studied this whole entire thing, leg one through 10, you know, but the last leg we had those liners on. And again, we have Kim and pin nipping at our heels, but the whole day we're in first place. We're good into one challenge. We're leaving in first place. So it's almost like a, holy shit, you know, but you know, they're right behind us. So we're, we little mistakes then, but, uh, for us, it was definitely the candy and the coin, the coin, the options were so many different shades of gold and like little images, but I didn't do that one. Um, Raquel did it. And again, like that was a grueling task. So when she got it, she's like, let's get the heck out of here. You know? So those were the two, the two for us that really tripped us up. And who looks at the coin? You're just like, here, here you go. Oracle. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We're like, all I remember was it was gold and the gold color was ingrained in my mind. And on the sheet, you know, um, uh, on the roadblock, it said like something about a gold coin. Mm-hmm. And so that's all I remember. But then when I put up the gold coin, the goldest one, it wasn't the gold coin. And I was like, well, I'm at the of words right now. Yeah. I don't understand. I, this is, this is, this is a flawless board and it's apparently not. <laughs> I actually would love to talk about the, First time that the gold coin came into everybody's lives. How did you get that so fast? I, I, I swear it was just, it's having a calm mind. It's the meditation that I do on a regular basis. It's, I went into this just being very at peace. And I just had this gut wrenching feeling like I was going to be okay. Like I thought I'd either find it first or second. And then I started seeing how other teams were breaking down. And I was like, Oh, like I'm doing okay with this. You know, like I'm not being frantic. I'm not, I didn't really have like, um, you know, a a task detailed how I was going to do it. I was just going to like, I don't know, whatever kind of Whatever the, the, the juju kind of, you know, swung me to in that area. And this but. is why Raquel was perfect for this challenge. I literally said, I was like, Raquel, this is you. This is perfect. I get up there. Like I can see Kim has been crying. Pin is like, oh my God, we've been here forever. Kim's really not doing okay. And in my mind, I'm like, 
this is Raquel's because she's like talking to the Oracle. And in my mind, I'm like, you should be flipping over stones right now. This is what I would be doing. Like, you know, I would be the one, like I would have been like dusty and like, Oh, like, thank God it was her because I literally said, I go, she's going to be the first one to find this freaking thing. (laughs) That challenge was all mental. I mean, there, you know, that's, it was, it was luck, but it was so just keeping your mind right. And just having patience and, um, I don't know. I have the gods with me that day. So <laughs> out. Mm-hmm. It seemed like in the back half of the race, uh, you two really, uh, started to figure things out and really just like, uh, went into another, uh, gear not to bring uh manual transmission into this, but, uh, <laughs> what did you two figure out, uh, between your relationship to really go from a team that, uh, that was like, uh, sort of, uh, you know, in the top half to a team that was really, you know, one and two down the stretch. Yeah. I mean, I think going back after the 19 months, we had a lot of time to self-reflect and discuss like, where can we, where can we improve? And like, that's kind of hard to say, like going on the race, because you don't know what's going to be thrown at you. You don't know if it's going to be physical. You don't know if it's going to be mental and you can do your best to pick the right partner to do certain stuff or pick the right detour. But these clues are a little obscure. So it's like, it's all about like your mental mindset. Right. And like, how do we work together? Um, But more so we would analyze every little thing at the end of a leg and be like, okay, we were so close, but not quite there. You know, we didn't get first yet until the ninth leg. So we wanted to take things one little bite at a time. And it was slow it down, like really honestly, just slow it down and make the best choices for us. Don't think about everyone else. Cause they were really, really, really strong teams. And we were the only ones all the way up until leg nine that didn't win first. So we were just like, don't look at it as like this overwhelming, like thing that we need to overcome. Like, let's just do it one day at a time. Let's love each other. Let's support each other through the whole thing and have fun. And I think like the cards will just like play into the, yeah. the way that it's supposed I to. I think too, like with detours, like we slowed it down and we like analyzed, okay, like which detour sounds like it would make more sense. Like when there was in Lugano, there was this sausage in case of the bartender race. And we thought, you know, when, when you really, cause you have no idea what to expect. We're like, well, sausages, it seems like you're kind of just there and you're, you know, in one station. And then the bartender race just sounded like, wow, 12 bottles of wine and 12. And, and so if you just slow the race down, it gets a little bit easier, right? I think people make mistakes and people lose when they're, I mean, scatterbrain and they're getting stressed out and they're not paying attention to the details. Um, just, you know, it's like, don't complicate the race. I mean, is, is it tough as it is? You, you may, we make it tough. We truly yeah. make it harder than it needs to be. Yeah. So it felt like maybe the point at which you started to merge in the front of the pack, that was like the point where everybody else was getting in their own way. And the two of you just got out of your own way. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, we said it the whole entire time, like we are our toughest competition. Like we just need to try and like out better ourselves. And, um, we could see it. I could see it starting in the cheese thing. And I said it, I go, I hope the boys are getting in their heads because they did. And we could see every time someone made a minor mistake on the race, which there's, there's only so many points where we're all together, but those points were critical for us because, we had a good mindset and we could see other people breaking a little bit and we love them all dearly. But at the same time, like this is a race, we weren't going to do anything intentionally. That's just like, not really our character to like, you know, whatever, but it was just, let's be the best we absolutely can be. And let's hope that other people's faults are what kind of, you know, make them 
you know, whatever, but, uh, but yeah, no, it was, we just slowed it down, ran our race, focused on ourselves, kept a good headspace. And we were just like, no matter what, we're proud of each other. And this is the headspace. This, this is what's going to get us to the end. So yeah. <laughs> on the show, uh, you two came in, you were the flight attendant. Uh, then uh, after COVID, uh, you came back, talked about how then uh, because of COVID, uh, you were uh, not working as flight attendants. Now, are, are you two back or have you uh, moved in other directions? We're back being flight attendants. Um, I I only work like part time, um, very minimal hours a month. And I do life coaching now full time. So I feel like that's just been a really big blessing because um, I was going to go back and get my master's in clinical psychology. And then while I was on the race, I mean, producers and, you know, the other contestants were like, you need to be a life coach. Like you are a Zen master guru. And I'm like, oh, I should, you know, do this. Um, I didn't even really think about this avenue in life. And so I feel like that's a, a blessing and a gift that the race has given me in my own life. Um, so I do that more full time and I'm expecting I'm pregnant. So it'll oh, be nice. To, oh, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. So it'll be nice to be able to, yeah, surprise, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. you know, be able to be home and have a baby instead of, you know, traveling because unfortunately being a flight attendant does require us to yeah. be gone from the family. So it's a little easier. We hope it's a girl. <laughs> but yeah, Actually, no. find out after this call, I'll find out what the sex oh is. Oh my God. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah. So many big surprises. <laughs> but yes, we're back to it, but trying to take a step back and do some other things just because the world's a crazy place right now. The job isn't what it was prior to being furloughed and prior to this pandemic. Um, so yeah, we're just using what it's we did in the race, enjoyable. slowing down our lives a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely changed. Like we used to have like better layovers right. and I know people respected us more. And now it's just like, I don't know, it's it's tough. It's definitely um, a job that used to be like very desirable. And right now it's like, oh, I don't have to go to work today. <laughs> Some days it feels like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <gasps> totally makes sense. Uh, except when you fly on the amazing race airplane. Yeah, How did Phil do, by the way, on, uh, you know, giving some sort of messages to the passengers? Did he do all right? You know, I would pin his wings on him. I give him, you know, I just, I hope every time someone gets off or on, he gives the eyebrow, like I'm watching you. Don't make anything <laughs> on the duct tape. Uh, you know, I thought he did it again. Better not get Botox, Phil. I, I'll, I'm on to you if you do. <laughs> but yes, that plane was awesome. But I will say we were a little sad about the whole um, charter, you know, which that was definitely the safe route that was definitely needed to make this race happen. But, you know, our strength is we don't need a lot of sleep. We can be on the go. I think that a lot of teams really benefited from that. Whereas it almost took away a benefit from us because, Hmm. you know, we did get to travel a little bit easier and we were really hoping that that would eventually wear and tear on some of these teams, um, that maybe weren't used to that lifestyle. And it kind of, evened out the playing field a little bit, in my opinion, um, where I think that would have been an added strength for us had we not had some of the tra- the travel differences. But with all- that also being said, self-drive is the hardest thing ever on this race. And for us to have to do it literally the entire time coming back, I would choose getting lost in a cab or catching the wrong train. It's just like, Dude, self-drive is no joke, man. But yeah, <laughs> big Phil. <laughs> so if they if they bring the charter back next season, would would you be interested in going back and working as flight attendants on it? 
absolutely sign me up where like, yeah, how do I apply? I'm in. <laughs> I'm very good at keeping secrets. I won't disclose yeah. where we're going, but oh my <laughs> God, that would be part so is they Obviously always the flight attendants always knew where we were going and we never knew. And we'd always try to get it out of them. And they were like, you know, stone cold over here and not saying a single word. And I'm like, come on. Just like, like, come on, flight attendant to flight attendant, like yeah. help a girl out. And dude, they were like literally zipped. At one point I thought they were going to slip up. They're like, oh, welcome to yeah. your undisclosed destination. I was like, yeah. I thought they were going to say it. <laughs> Yeah. I also want to commend uh, the two of you on uh, the uh, restraint that uh, you both had at different points uh, during the race. And I have to have to say, like, uh, if I was running the race uh, with with my partner and I had lost the map, uh, that it would not have gone nearly as well. Yeah, I I tried. I was like, Kayla, I hope I wasn't super bitchy. Like, I was definitely like annoyed, and that was obvious. But I also recognized that, like by, by being rude and like fighting, like that was never going to like solve anything. And she like messed up, like we're human. You know what I mean? Like I could have easily like put it in my, you know? Um, but at the end of the day, it worked out. She initially was like, Oh, it's okay. We don't need a map. And I was like, no, Kayla, like we got lost like, <laughs> down here with a map. Like we need a map. <laughs> and then we found a gas station and it worked out so well, you know? So it's like, yeah. This, just, just love each other through the, the whole process. <laughs> yeah. But again, like that's just, that's just true to who we are, like outside of the race. I mean, life is meant to have fun and be enjoyed. And a lot of the ways that we handle bad situations is through poorly timed comedy. Um, it's just like how we do it. You know, we laugh through it and we can make fun of ourselves for it later. Trust me, I was beating myself up over it, but it just, like she said, it wasn't going to help me by her getting onto my case, which therefore would not help us. So it was just, Mm -hmm. we took the flaws as they came and just (laughs) tried to correct them as best we could without like, you know, adding added pressure. That was ultimately. We always always joke about her dad because her dad's like a super fan and is like really intense and is like giving us like all the like, you know, pep talk and what we can't should and do should this, do don't do this. And I literally, yeah. she goes, your dad's going to be so disappointed. And I said, your like, dad, I said just your dad's reaction when you lose this map is going to be worth you losing the map. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, <laughs> so, there you go. so thank you for losing the map. It was great TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but ultimately it didn't end up, it didn't feel like that was the thing that, uh, that was the difference between life and death anyway. No. no, yeah, we quickly corrected it. She was like, let's stop at a gas station. Like, let's just go in the direction. Because that was another thing is everyone's like, why didn't you go back for it? And I go, because it was just the true meaning of lost. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I couldn't remember. Did I bring it to the door? Did I leave it in the car? I'm like, I don't want to go on a wild goose chase for this map when Raquel made the point of like, let's just go buy another map. And I'm like, yeah, like, I don't want to waste any time. It could take us 15, 20 minutes to find the same map that I lost, or it could take five minutes. It honestly took less than that to get a new one. Um, But again, that was just like us being calm, level-headed and just like, okay, it sucks. I'm sorry, but like, let's fix it. And it was, it it wasn't a big deal. (laughs) Well, Thank you again for uh, coming on and spending some time with us to talk about your run on the amazing race. Uh, Again, uh, incredible job. Uh, Real real quick. uh, Yes to a return on the amazing race. Absolutely, guys. I still feel it in our core. We will be the fourth all female team to win. So give us another chance. All right. Well, hurry up and put together that all star season. We're waiting. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, congratulations again. uh, And uh, all the best to you uh, outside the amazing race. Okay. Thank Thank you guys very much. Truly. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Again, great job by Raquel and Kayla, both on the amazing race and here on the exit interview with myself. 
And with just tough break for Raquel and Kayla to be on a season with Kim and Penn, who had just got so locked in over the second half of the amazing race. And Raquel and Kayla really gave them a run for their money. But unfortunately, uh, that you're with a really great team there. And uh, those are the breaks here on the amazing race. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we will talk with one half of the third place team right after this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, I told you right before the break, I talked with one half of the third place team. It's actually Ryan who is vacationing right now. Not available uh, to uh, be here with us on the Amazing Race exit interview. But we will get the chance to talk with Dusty of Ryan and Dusty in our next exit interview uh, with myself and Jessica Lee. Here's Dusty. Okay, uh, we're here with Dusty Dusty, Rob Sestrino, and Jessica Lee. Dusty, how are you? I'm doing fantastic, guys. Uh, down in beautiful Miami, we had a, a fantastic finale watch party last night with the whole cast. It was amazing. Oh, uh, can't wait to hear some of the stories uh, from that. How, how are you doing, Dusty? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, you know, not the outcome I wanted by any means, but I got to spend, you know, a quality time running around the world with my best buddy. Uh, and, you know, we didn't get the job done, but we got into the dance. And so I'm so humbled to compete against Raquel, Kayla, Penn and Kim. They're the best in the business. Uh, I've, I've said this multiple times. If you ran this nine times, I think all of us would win three times. Um, but it was Penn and Kim's day. And so I feel great. Uh, it's kind of relief. It's sad that it's over. Um, but I don't have to lie to anyone anymore and like make stories up of how I finished and uh, answer those questions. So that's nice. Yeah. Well, we really appreciate you coming on with us uh, that we thought you uh, were really so much fun to watch. And we had uh, so we had so much fun uh, going through uh, all of the things that you would say during the different uh, challenges. And uh, we really love just the energy and enthusiasm that you brought to the race. I don't know where half those things came from. Uh, I should probably work at a zoo. I just talk about animals all the time. Now. I, very bizarre, uh, but it was an amazing experience and fun. Uh, Ryan's easy to, you know, I like talking about his calves. It's pretty easy to do. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I want to go back to the 
we've been calling it the blip, um, the point at which you had to go home for 18 months and then come back. And it sure seemed like at the beginning of that return, you two were unstoppable. What did you do in the interim to to kind of end up being the complete powerhouses that you they started the race as? You know, Ryan and I, we were prepared on the first one. If you notice from the first three episodes to the next, I'd lost 25 pounds. Um, so physically I'm in the best shape I've been in in my entire life. And I, I've got to give a lot of that due to, I mean, the amazing race one Ryan is a physical specimen. So when you're standing next to him on TV, you have to kind of look good next to him. Um, but my son, I lost my father, my grandfather, there's been a lot of heart issues in my family. And, uh, I just want to be here for my son mm-hmm. You know, and I don't want him to go through, you know, not having a father. And so that was very important, but really putting the work in puzzles, flags, walking around with wine bottles. You know, I'd watch Will and James's extra videos and like, what can I do to kind of do what they do? Um, And so hats off, mad respect to those guys. Uh, We wanted to be students of the game um, and just, you know, make sure that we were prepared for anything that could be tossed. But how do you really prepare for the amazing race? It's uh, you'd focus on one thing and I'd be nervous that I'm leaving something else off the table. It almost caused like, trauma. I'm like, am I working enough on this or this? And uh, I was just so blessed at a time in my life where we're moving from Missouri to Colorado. Um, I'm starting a new business with the bed and breakfast. It really gave me ample time to focus on this and focus on myself. Um, especially in the world we live in with COVID and everything, it can either crumble or you can grow from it. And I just made sure I was going to give myself the best opportunity to grow from this and, uh, use the time that's been presented with the downtime due to COVID, uh, to get better at everything and just become a better person. Um, And so that was our goal, both of us. We talked a lot, you know, shared notes. It was just, we put the work in and I think it showed. Um, We made it to the dance. We didn't get it done. But, you know, if we didn't put the work work in, we did. I I don't see us being as successful as we were. And I know Raquel and Kayla did, Penn and Kim did. Um, We knew we were coming back against the best of the best. And so we had to be ready. Dusty, you and Ryan really uh, dominated in the first half of the race. Uh, I think you had uh, three first place finishes in the first five legs. But then what, once you and Ryan hit the uh, the second half of the Switzerland leg, uh, when it was uh, milky, milky, time to make some cheese, uh, it, it seemed like that uh, from that leg on, that was like a turning point uh, for the two of you. Was there any specific thing that led to uh, just uh, not being able to like find that uh, extra gear that you had in the first uh, half of the race, or was it just bad luck from that point on? So, I mean, honestly, we ran fantastic legs, but when you're competing against Pin, Kim, Raquel, and Kayla, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people, <clears throat> they talk about the 15-minute time, you know, the gap. So coughing up the first group, what you don't realize is the whole time we're sitting in hotel rooms, I'm like, one of these guys are going to U-turn us, Ryan. What are we going to do? Yeah. And so the pressure building mentally I can't even put into words. And it was a calming or it was like a brewing storm, as you see, which comes out in Greece uh, when I'm flipping rocks. But we ran great legs, but they did too. And it's, we would look at our times and we would make up eight minutes, nine minutes. A lot of those legs, we ran faster than all the other teams. It's just, they ran it just well enough to stay in front of us. And so coughing up, the the cheese coughing up first place really, um, I'll be honest at this time, you know, Ryan and I are rolling. I'm like, dude, are we the best team ever on the amazing race? Like, can we just win out? Is this going to happen? And, but the amazing race humbles you quickly. And we, we were humbled. And so I, the the leg with the cheese is the best leg we ran. I know it wasn't our best placement, but the resiliency, and it really showed what we were about in my opinion. And our friendship was the main thing that I wanted people to take away from this. Um, We're hell of a competitors. 
Um, I'm a loud mouth. We all know that <laughs> I wear my emotions on my sleeve, but the main thing I wanted to take away from this was the friendship, like find you, your down ass buddy and you run the world <laughs> with him. And, uh, I hope I set an example for my son when he can watch this, man, I hope he finds a buddy like Ryan. Now, so one thing I noticed, of course, you and Ryan have the best bond mm-hmm. and it was so great to see that the way the two of you related to each other, but this seems like one of the most extraordinarily close casts. Uh, that we've had in a long time. And I know that uh, you have hosted your own podcast um, this whole season, which has been a lot of fun. Um, How much have you kept up with the rest of the cast? So in between um, filming, like from the first, the blip, there was a little bit of communication, um, not tons, you know, it got to the point where I didn't even know if we were going back, to be honest with you. I mean, 19 months, you start thinking, ah, the ship's probably sailed. Um, But we are so so tight as a group. Um, I mean, I do a podcast with Kayla who I, I adore. I adore everyone, but our bond, especially with Lulu and Lala, you know, we ran in the second group with them for a few legs and became extremely close with them. And I want to give them a shout out. They threw a heck of a party for us last night in Miami. The girls are amazing, mm-hmm. but pin Kim, Raquel and Kayla, you go through this with someone. It's, I, I try to explain to people, it's almost like being in the military. I can't like, I try to explain to my wife and my friends that you just don't understand because you didn't do it. And so to see them this week, you know, get to watch the episode last night with all of them. It was so seamless. It was like, I haven't been away from them at all. And it was beautiful to meet their friends and family and bring all of our friends and family together and join. And so very tight knit group, but we went through something unprecedented, a 19 month hiatus. It, I mean, it probably will never happen again. Going hopefully. back. Yeah. Go, yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> uh, going back to yeah. the, the uh, leg last night. So uh, it just uh, seemed like that getting out of like that first uh, task of uh, finding the numbers uh, just seemed like that that was uh, ultimately the deal breaker for you and Ryan. How long did it take you to discover the numbers on the elevator? Guys, I mean, let me tell you, we're uh, if you've watched the extra footage, I mean, we're in the lobby lost. stuck. Mm-hmm. I can't even get back on the roof. We had to schmooze our way back in. Um, something that Kim said on one of her podcasts a while ago, when things are going well, you think you're going way faster than you are. But when they're going bad, you tend to think it's a lot. I thought I was in the rock pit for six hours and it turned out to be three. I mean, I don't know if that's right or what, but so, I mean, yeah, we are. I mean, I'm like, Ryan, is this really what's going to take us out? Like right out of the gate to, to just know. And so it was dreadful. We knew when we saw the two unlocked boxes, you know, we get to the first one first. I'm like, okay, things are going good. We started at the same time with everyone. This is what we wanted. Um, but the wheels literally came off at the beginning. And so our motto was always to run at 70% and eat an elephant one bite at a time. That went out of the window immediately. We both were frantically running around. I'm reading the clue over and over, and it just keeps saying up and down, like, Ryan, it has to be something with an elevator. I just picked the inside elevators instead of the outside. And so, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and it's hard to watch because we ran a flawless leg after it. I mean, and to know how close we were to second place, we I thought we were hours behind. We ended up being like 20 minutes behind the girls. Yeah. And so to know that and like, there's a good possibility if we were one of the first teams to find, we could have won this because all the other challenges we destroyed the last challenge that the memory challenge, Ryan, I like destroy it, like know it immediately. Um, it's just, I would rather it be the way it happened to us than, you know, I was sitting with Raquel and Kayla last night. It was gut wrenching guys. Um, they had it, they had it in the bag and mm-hmm. Penn and Kim just didn't make mistakes. We messed up at the beginning. The girls messed up at the end and Penn and Kim just don't make mistakes. Mm-hmm. And so, 
I've told everyone I go, if they made an ultimate season of top three teams and pit them against multiple seasons, I think we would destroy any season ever put together. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, I, I ran against the best. That's how I wanted it. That's how Ryan wanted it. Wasn't our day, but yeah, the elevator <laughs> elevators, cheese and rocks. No more. <laughs> and I don't your autobiography. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that party looked completely off the chain. Like I've seen some photos and it looked like you guys had just the best time watching together. Uh, so watching yourselves back over the course of the season, was there anything that surprised you about the way that anything was portrayed or any stories that the show missed out on telling that you would have told differently? It's very interesting watching production. You know, I'm very new to this and I was very fortunate to have Ryan who, you know, he has a documentary out. He had a, 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 his own television show. And so this is a nerve wracking thing. And watching yourself is like traumatizing. Hearing me talk on television freaks mm-hmm. me out. Like hearing my own voice. It's very bizarre. Um, I think they did an unbelievable job. And I'll be completely honest with you guys. From the day we got home, I had been thinking about the Grease episode because I, you know, I went to a dark place and some, some bad things were going on in my mind. And I just, I, you know, I was like, what did I say? It just, I didn't even remember. And so that really stands out to me how beautifully done they did that because I was very nervous. Um, I wear my emotions on my sleeve. Everyone knows that, you know, I'm the highest of highs, the lowest of lows. And that was a really dark place for me. I like, I'm about to cry again. Um, it, it emotionally, it was the, it was, it was life-changing. It, it was awful, an awful experience, but to have Ryan, to get me through it and to make it through it and setting, you know, I just don't want to quit for my son. So I think that was the most beautifully done thing. And also the bungee jumping was really awesome. Uh, not my cup of tea, but it was really neat. And I'm so glad I beat Kim and paper, rock, scissors. So I didn't have to watch her do that first. Cause I don't know if I would have jumped. <laughs> I was like, just get this over with. And so it was, a, they did an unbelievable job. Um, I think they portrayed everyone exactly as who they are. Um, and these are great people guys. And this is just so stressful. And you guys know you covered so many seasons of this. Uh, it can bring out the worst in you, but it can bring out the best in you too. And so I think, I hope everyone saw that with Ryan and I, um, you know, we, we literally went from worst to first, to first to worst to last mm-hmm. fighting through, but we always stuck with each other. And I just hope our friendship shows, because that's really what we wanted to portray that like, this isn't fake, man. We love each other and uh, I'll do anything. We got for that. Them. We got that. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I, Jesse, there's no one else I could do it with. Yeah. I just, I know you got to run. I uh, got a lot of interviews today. A- anything uh, else, any parting thoughts uh, you want to leave the audience with? No, I just, I'm very blessed for the opportunity to do this. Ryan, I love you, buddy. Um, you're my best friend. And I think, you know, we have unfinished business guys. Uh, <laughs> I need another crack at this mm-hmm. somehow down the road if they do it. And I promise you this, if I do get the opportunity, my half of the money goes to a charity of Elise's choice choosing. Okay. All right. <laughs> Write it down. Write All it down. Every All right. Uh, Dusty, thank you for joining us. Thanks for being such a great sport. So much fun to get to watch you play on the uh, race thank this you. season and all the best to uh, Ryan as well. Thank you very much, guys. This is an honor doing this with you. Uh, you guys are fantastic. Uh, thank you. Thank oh, you. Thanks, Dusty. Yeah, take care, Dusty. Bye. See you guys. Bye. Everybody, there you have it. Dusty from The Amazing Race, uh, who was a great sport. We had a lot of fun uh, with Dusty uh, at times uh, saying that maybe he might have been more man's best friend than man uh, because of his enthusiasm and his loyalty to Ryan. And he was such a great sport about everything. So we really appreciate all of that and uh, wish nothing but the best for uh, Ryan and Dusty outside of the race. I got one more exit interview 
for you. Uh, Jess had to uh, run off to a parent-teacher conference. Uh, could not be with me to talk with Arun and Natalia, who come in fourth place here on The Amazing Race 33. Here's my conversation with Arun and Natalia. Hi, Arun and Natalia. How are you? Hey, good. 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 How are very, you? Very good. Very excited to finally get to talk to you both. Yeah. Let me just make sure I'm good. I'm good to record. All set? Yes, you are all good. Great. Thank you so much. Recording in progress. Arun, this meeting is being recorded. Arun and Natalia, uh, so excited to talk to you. Rob, sister for Rob has a podcast. Uh, how are you? Good. Good. We're in Miami. We just watched the finale with the entire cast yesterday, so that was exciting. Yes, so I understand that there was a big party. Can you tell us how was the party? Oh, the party was crazy. It was it was great to watch uh, the episodes with all the other cast members to see how their reaction is. Lulu and Lala did such a great job. I mean, we're still recovering. <laughs> recovering a little bit. <laughs> They even they gave us like fanny pack, like a goodie bag, and yes. they put in like a piece of cheese in there, a little row or like and little what, bagpipes. And what does it say? That we survived. We survived the amazing race. <laughs> yes, that's great. Great souvenir. So Arun and Natalia, you uh, were the cats with nine lives uh, this season on the Amazing Race. Uh, how how much did you have luck on your side? To uh, whenever it was uh, maybe a not so great leg for you, it happened to be a leg where uh, you you didn't have to go home. Yeah, we definitely got lucky. It just happened. You know, our bad legs just ended up on those non-eliminations. But at the same time, those other legs that we didn't come in last, we had to fight. And we're, again, like self-navigating uh, through these legs. So it means that we need to continue improving and to stay in the race. And we did that to make it forward. Uh, throughout the race. Yeah. And it was so much fun to get to watch you uh, both on the race this season. Um, what was the challenge for you both uh, in terms of getting from place to place? Because it seemed like for the most part, you got to the, the tasks were mostly fine. It was getting to the tasks. That was the challenge. That's the most important, most important thing in the race, getting from one place to another. So, but the edit shows that we were getting lost all the time. I totally understand that. But I think we made the wrong mistake or the right mistake at the right time instead of taking a left or a right. So that was basically what the problem is. There has been there was some talk why Natalia didn't switch with Arun and Arun. So we never thought about it. I guess now if you look back maybe uh, on non the manual thing, you could have driven and I could have navigated. Yeah, but I think there were just small things like he was saying, like um, in the Switzerland live, we didn't realize there was a map in our car until we were like halfway to the dam. And then we are in these countryside, right? So the signs and then there's locals that um, sometimes we actually got like wrong directions because people don't want to like it's COVID time, right? People don't want you to use their phones and things like that. So it's mm-hmm. a small thing. It's a combination of everything. And that that's probably what happened here. You know, you both uh, said at different points during the race, uh, okay, uh, do it for mom, okay? Uh, what what did uh, mom say when she watched the season uh, to see uh, her husband and daughter uh, play on the race together? She was, uh, when we got eliminated in Scotland, she, she because she knows what we are capable of. So she was really surprised that we would change the detour, knowing that we are pretty smart 
in our lives and how did I let Natalia let me make that decision so she was really shocked uh, that uh, we made such a bad decision because that completely changed the race for us because we had just finished third in the previous leg and we had come we had got to the detour the third or fourth team at the barrel challenge and everything was going fine uh, that one wrong decision literally uh, changed everything and the do it for mom is because she's a big fan of the show mm-hmm. and so that's why and also she had one incident when we, uh, that the, our basement got flooded uh, and she didn't she was freaking out uh, so, so I, I don't know if I should say that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, she basically when we went back, she's like, don't screw it up again. And so the fact that we had made it so far, she was incredibly proud. And so that's why um, we did have a chance to talk to her um, because of COVID times. We got to call our family. And so when we say do it for mom, it was like we knew she was back home rooting for us. And so that was just always in the back of our heads. Mm-hmm. And she she expected a lot from us because she knows we are capable uh, of running a good race yeah can you talk a little bit about uh the experience in the boat in this past uh leg that we saw last night uh just how long did it take for you to get your uh bearings uh going in the boat to uh get back and forth rob that that's something which i've never been able to explain is because how was i stuck there for because i didn't get out of that uh, thing for almost 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. I was just going in circles and trying to go forward. I'm going backwards. And then uh, Ryan comes and steals my boat because I knew who Vasco Rigama was. Yes. And I'm saying, Ryan, it's my boat. Yeah, so, I love that moment. You're like, you, you took my boat. <laughs> <laughs> and he, Ryan says, sorry, buddy. <laughs> he said, that's my so boat. <laughs> But I'm still smiling because I I was getting so frustrated at one point. I should have just jumped in the water and pulled the boat. I, I oh. don't know why I didn't think about it. Wow. Yeah. I, that would have been wild. <laughs> that would have made good TV. Would have been, would have been great TV. Uh, who was the, the fan? Were you both uh, super fans of the show? Or was it, uh, Natalia, did you, did you bring uh, Convinced Dad to go with you? Yeah, so we've I've been watching with him since I was eight. So we both have been watching. We haven't missed a season. You know, we were like the earlier seasons. We weren't deep in like forums and things like that, but we haven't missed an episode. And so it's funny because I actually had applied with my fiance in 2016, my husband now. And we got a call from uh, three years later saying they were interested and he couldn't get off work. But he was pissed when he found out I had applied with my fiance. She literally, she literally <laughs> screwed me over because we had always decided that we would, we would audition together. Yeah. She said, dad, we'll do the tape, we'll do the tape. And then she says, yeah, I got a call. I said, what? When did you send the tape? She says, three years ago. And Taysen mm-hmm. uh, couldn't go, so I told the producers we can't make it. I said, call the producer and tell him my dad wants to go. And they said, okay, I'll have him send some pictures. They thought, oh, okay, this guy is okay. Looks okay. <laughs> so he might be a good racer. And that's how the audition started. Mm-hmm. Well, what's been the reaction back home? I know uh, you had the shirts, uh, but Detroit uh, versus the world. And uh, see, we have, uh, is that made in Detroit? Yeah. Detroit yeah. versus everybody. And I also have made in Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you have it. So, so the reason is Detroit has got such a bad name. Everybody thinks that Detroit is so bad. And we because take of the pride. Lions. 
<laughs> Lions suck. So mm-hmm. no, because there's so much crime and it's such a poor uh, thing, and so it's got such a bad name. We take pride in Detroit. We, it's revitalizing. It, 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 yeah, things are getting back to normal. So, but in the race, actually, Detroit versus everybody. Because we got so many chances, teams hated us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, did you get that? Yeah. Did you get that from any else in the cast of like, wait, why did you get some? We, uh, you know, we come in last place one time and then we're out and then uh, you guys get to keep coming back. We did hear some chatter. Like we knew if there was a U-turn, like we would be the team that would be U-turn because we didn't have so many chances that the other teams, you know, it, after a while, it's like, oh, they were brought back, being eliminated. They have so many chances. So Arun, you know what I say? Way. Don't hate the players, hate the game, right? I always say that, do you know what? Life is not fair. You haven't even seen what I've seen in life. Uh, uh, Mink, uh, coming as an immigrant, uh, coming from India, uh, I've seen a lot. Life is not fair. So deal, just deal with it and move on. I said, I, I, I'm not going to apologize that I got these chances. I yeah. put myself here. I bought a lottery ticket to be on the race. I'm on the race. This is what it is. Deal with it. Yeah, just imagine what they would have said if you won all, all those oh, whiners. Even this close. If yeah. I had got the rowing thing, <laughs> Uh, because we were with all the teams there and our navigation was good in that leg. And if I, she did, she killed the, uh, the, the counting, uh, the thing. And mm-hmm. who knows what, once you're in the finals, Oh, it would, the whole social media would have been literally, we couldn't even look at I was, anything. I was glad we didn't get that last non-elimination because it was not, we're not even prepared. For the we should have got it. We should have got it. We would have created history. I guess nobody will be ever able yeah. to do it. Uh, so um, did, was there one team in particular that you got close with during the race? I, you, we're such a tight cast, especially like um, the teams that we have got to spend more time uh, after we came on the blimp. But especially Lulu and Lala, I think we really bonded with them specifically. Just like we read, read a lot about like how they value their family and things like that. So mm-hmm. we got really close. With this was a strange season is because after because we didn't know we were going back on the race till four or five weeks before. Yeah. But during the 19 month, they are all bonded together. The yeah. other teams did. So, uh, so when we went back, just because the way was the race was structured, we were always leaving last. The teams in the top two groups were working together. So we were literally on an island by ourselves. So we very rarely got a chance to work with somebody. Can you talk a little bit about what it was like uh, when uh, they came back to you and said, "We want, uh, we know you're eliminated, but we want you to come back when the race uh, goes back." I was so excited and started screaming mm-hmm. it was just because we didn't expect to go back. I mean, so we were so, so happy uh, to uh, get to know that we were going back on the race. Because you would have been taking dance lessons, right, during that whole time? Yes. That's right. We did the father-daughter dance mm-hmm. <laughs> for her wedding, and she wanted to do, just do a basic dance. I said, no, 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 we got to spice this up. So we had a choreographed routine. <laughs> yeah, we practiced some Zumba classes. You know, that was the one thing we're like, if we go back and there's a dancing challenge, you got to be ready for this. <laughs> so I at least I'm two things I'm famous for. Donald, where you choose us. Yes. And roll, roll, roll your <laughs> uh, do you, Arun, do you still know Donald wears your trousers? Yes, <laughs> Donald wears your trousers. Donald wears your trousers. <laughs> 
Come on, you can't leave us hanging oh, with, with, the, before the big finish. <laughs> yeah, uh, would you two come back for the Amazing Race? Because then, if you got another chance, boy, that would really make some I, people I, mad, right? Some unfinished business yes. to take care of. So we would definitely go back, and it should be a normal season where it's not every leg is self-driving. Yeah, uh, because if you look at the challenges, we've done pretty good. And mm-hmm. and going to just being in Europe, some teams have an advantage. I want teams to go throughout the world and see how difficult it is to race. So I think given in a normal season with just one or two self-driving, I think we will do very good. Right. Yeah. I was proud of our the way we improved towards the end on our navigation and self-driving. Yeah. All right. Well, it was very fun to get to watch you two uh, both on the race. I was uh, watching the episode this morning uh, with my kids. It's fun to say, like, uh, look, uh, look, there's a look, there's a, a dad with his kid on the Amazing Race. Isn't that fun? So you were uh, a really fun pair to get to watch, and uh, nothing but the best for the two of you outside the race. Thanks, Rob. Thank you. That. We right. watch your show. So good luck. All right. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye, Aaron and Natalia. Everybody, there you go. Arun and Natalia. I really liked this group of uh, competitors that made it down to the end. I mean, just overall, this was a great cast on this season. I'm going to miss getting to watch all these people play on The Amazing Race as uh, The Amazing Race season uh, feels like it was going on for a while, but also feels like it went by in the blink of an eye. But I guess that that is time uh, right now in our world. But this was a very fun group of people and uh, really liked uh, getting to chat with all of them here today. I can totally understand why this cast has gotten so close over the years. Uh, just really fun people to uh, get the chance to talk to. So hope you enjoyed uh, talking to or hearing me talk to all of them as much as I did. And we are going to be back with our recap of The Amazing Race, just one of the many fine podcasts we're doing over on Rob's podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Rob has a website.com slash subscribe. Uh, thanks so much to uh, Jessica Lease uh, for being with me on these. And then be sure to check out that recap coming up later on today. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.